Welcome to your monthly special bonus edition of Strong Words with Ian Strong. I'm your host, Ian Strong, and thank you for joining me for another volume of Shot Glass Diaries here on the show that I'm just going to jump right into due to the length of last week's Watch Along with Awesomely Strong about a 2019 day trip I took to Flushing, New York to see the Braves take on the New York Mets at City Field. Now, normally when I take one of these baseball trips, I kind of want to make like a full trip out of it. But since I've been to New York a few times already at this point, and New York is really only a three to four hour drive from my place, and I can pretty much do whatever it is that I want to do in the city at any given time, I figured this particular trip would be just for the game, and then I would just come straight home after the game. Now, because of that, I decided to splurge a little bit more than what I usually do for a ball game ticket, because I wasn't going to be doing any of the additional spending like hotel, airfare, possibly... It was literally just, I'm driving to New York for a day, and then I'm driving back. Now, the story of this trip actually needs to start a couple of days before I actually left to go see the game, because one of the things that I did in preparation to make this drive for the game was I had my car inspected. During the time that I drove it to my mechanic to have it inspected, I noticed that my air conditioner had not been working. So I asked my mechanic to take a look into that, tell me why it wasn't really working, and... He told me that if I brought the car back on Saturday, the day that I was planning on leaving to go to New York to go to the game, he'd be able to do a diagnostic check on it and maybe possibly even fix it for me. So I figured if I did that, that would make my drive so much more comfortable. So the morning of the game, I got all my stuff ready. I dressed in my jersey. I had my, you know, everything that I'd normally take to go to a game. And then I took my car to my mechanic to hopefully get my air conditioning fixed. Well, I was there for about... 90 minutes or so, and he says, I got some bad news. I'm going to need to require a new compressor in order to fix my air conditioning, which is going to cost just an absurd amount of money in order to get air conditioning in a vehicle. And not only that, I'm not going to be able to fix it today. He was going to order the part, and I would actually have to bring my car back to have that part put in after I make this trip to New York. So because of the amount of time that I spent at the mechanic having him do a diagnostic check on my AC, I ended up leaving directly from his garage to drive to Queens to the game. Now, according to the information that I put in on my phone and Google Maps, it should have only taken me about three and a half hours to make this drive. And at this point, it's about noon. And the game wasn't scheduled to take place until about 4.30 in the afternoon. But I wanted to give myself plenty of time to get there, which I normally do when I go to see these ballparks. But this particular game, they were having a pregame ceremony to honor the 50th anniversary of the 1969 Miracle Mets that won the World Series. Now, even though I'm a Braves fan, I do appreciate the history of a 1969 Mets team. And I was interested in seeing some of those players, you know, come out and be celebrated on the field along with their Mets fans and be a part of that. It was one of the draws to go into that particular game, even though the main reason I chose this date for this game was because it was the Saturday before my birthday. Now, going back to how this is relevant with getting my car fixed, around noon on this particular Saturday, it was about 90 degrees, and I have no air conditioning. So I figured, well, maybe if I just keep my windows rolled down, I'll be comfortable at least for the drive. And then for the first 45 minutes of the drive, I ended up being stuck in traffic in my hometown because there was an accident on a bridge that took four lanes down to one. And during this time, I am just roasting in my car. Traffic's not moving. Minutes are adding up. Road rage sets in a little bit. And I'm starting to get pretty frustrated because I don't want to miss my opportunity to be at this game on time, especially for this pregame ceremony that's supposed to honor this 1969 Mets team. 
And as I'm trying to weave my way through this traffic, my road rage was immediately suppressed when I went to pass a vehicle that was playing blasting music out of its windows. But the song that it was playing was Radio Video by System of a Down, which if you ever heard that song, that is a catchy, quirky, anybody who loves System of a Down knows this particular song. It's zany, it's catchy, it's got really cool hooks, and there's a part of the song in which they're just kind of singing, la 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 And as I'm, <laughs> as I'm driving past this vehicle, I am screaming slash singing this as loud as I can, to the point where the, the driver and the passenger of this vehicle hear me, and we are just having a system of a down party on Interstate 83 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, rocking out the radio video from System of a Down. And I immediately had to call my best friend in the whole world, Captain Awesome Dan Freet, and just tell him, that I just had this amazing system of a down experience while sitting in traffic, and it immediately changed my mood. Now, once I finished this drive, it ended up being almost four, little over four hours by the time I finished this drive in 90-plus degree weather with no air conditioning in my vehicle. So needless to say, it was unpleasant. And by the time that I got situated and into the ballpark, I can already hear the announcements being made introducing these legendary players from that 1969 World Series champion Mets team from outside City Field. So I'm trying to rush my way in so that I can get to my seat and I can enjoy the pregame experience. And And I had one of the better seats that I'd ever had in any game. Like I said, I decided to splurge a little bit with it being my birthday and I'm not having to incorporate any additional travel expenses for this particular game. So I bought a front row ticket on the third base side between the Braves dugout and home plate. Now, this area that was in front of me is actually the area where they have like the camera well and they have like their sideline or dugout reporter right there. And five minutes after I sit down, here comes Paul Bird, former pitcher with the Braves and the Phillies, and he had a lot of success in Cleveland with the Indians, but for the last couple of years has been one of the lead field analysts for Fox Sports South and the Atlanta Braves. And I actually got to meet him and what did an on-camera interview with him when I was in Cooperstown for Chipper Jones's Hall of Fame induction weekend. And it was cool to see him again and say hello, and I, I'm not sure if he actually remembered me at first because I had shaved my beard since the last time he had seen me, and I don't know if he remembers every person that he interviewed, so I actually showed him like a screen grab that I had on my phone of the two of us when we did that on-camera interview, and at that point, like it instantly clicked with him, and he asked me how I've been, and he complimented my seats, and you know, told me that he wanted me to enjoy the game, and it was actually kind of cool to see like what his nuances and prep and whatever you want to call it is for whatever he's doing in between the times that he's being shown on camera. Because he's not shown on camera and he's not being heard from that much during the game. He's only one of the on-field slash dugout contributors. Now, they actually go to him a lot more often than I've seen a lot of broadcasters go to their on-field respective reporters because he has that experience as a former Major League pitcher. But as the game was going on, it was just cool to just kind of see him like, okay, he's looking at some notes here or he's doing some you know, exercises like mouth or vocal exercises here, or, you know, at some point he's like checking and posting things to social media. And as a guy who obviously, because he has his own podcast, appreciates all of the nuances that go into broadcasting slash announcing, it was definitely something that I was enjoying being able to pay attention to while also paying attention to the game. So when the game started, by like the middle of the first inning, the weather broke. And by broke, I meant it started raining hard. 
And by the middle of the first inning, it is just a torrential downpour. And you can obviously tell that the umpires are ready to call for a delay, but they're trying to get the second full inning in. Which umpires try to do, they try to get at least the complete inning in so that both teams had the disadvantage of having to play in the rain. And I'm such a a diehard fan that I just kind of like looked at all these people that are seeking shelter underneath the concourse and then saying, well, if they have to go out there and play, I'm going to sit here and watch them play. I'm not leaving until they leave. And by the end of the second inning, they totally called for a rain delay. And I'm just, ugh. I'm I'm worried. I'm checking the weather reports. I'm finding out, you know, what if they cancel this game? Am I going to have to turn around and go home and then try to come back on another day that they decide to reschedule this game? What if they reschedule it as a doubleheader tomorrow? I'm not going to be able to come here tomorrow. I got plans tomorrow. So instead of thinking about all that the whole time, I decided to take advantage of the opportunity that I was going to have to walk the concourse and see a little bit of of City Field and get myself something to eat, which more often than not on these trips lately has become a nacho helmet, which is just a replica helmet of the home team filled with nachos, which a little bit pricey and a little bit, but it's a cool souvenir. And I have a whole bunch of them in my studio here that I've either eaten nachos or ice cream or French fries out of. And it probably explains why I have the weight problems that I do because I'm looking at a bunch of helmets that have had just terrible food eaten out of them. But luckily for me, the rain delay only lasted about an hour to hour and 10 minutes before the game picked back up, and by then, the weather was a little humid, but it was just a gorgeous night for baseball. And it was cool, again, like I said, sitting behind Paul Bird, because one of the things that he provided for us just sitting there was a little bit of additional commentary that we wouldn't have heard had we not been sitting where we were sitting. For example, after the rain delay, the Mets decided to bring in a different pitcher and rest their starting pitcher because they didn't want him pitching after taking 70 or whatever, however long the rain delay was, minutes off. And this particular pitcher was making his major league debut. And Paul Bird just kind of turned around to us and he just said something like, do you guys know anything about this guy? And I was looking at his numbers on the board and it was zeros across the board. And I basically just kind of asked, is this his debut? And he said, yeah. And he took us through this like whole short, brief history of experiences that he had through college and how he went unsigned and how he worked his way up. And it was a really interesting story to to hear. And I would not have heard it had he not just been right there to share it for me, because this is not something that he was sharing on the air. And considering the circumstances in which this guy was making his major league debut, he actually pitched really well. I think he went something like four innings. And as far as the rest of the game went, pretty exciting game. Both teams were keeping it close throughout the majority of the game. The game itself featured some really, really great young hitting from both teams. You know, on the Braves side, you got Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzie Albies. And then on the Mets side, you got Pete Alonzo and Jeff McNeil. And I, I actually really like Jeff McNeil. I took a picture of his batting stance because I was fascinated by how much weight he keeps on his back foot, despite the fact that he, I, I know I'm kind of talking science of hitting here, but his swing is one of the best swings that I've seen in a really long time. And I think he's going to prove himself, as long as he stays healthy, to be a really great pure hitter. And by that, I mean, he's not trying to crush the ball every time that he gets in the batter's box. He's trying to go from foul line to foul line and place the ball where he wants to. And that's probably why he's been so successful in his short time in the big leagues. And at the time has been hitting for a very high average. Like I said, the the game itself was pretty exciting. The final score ended up being five to four in favor of Atlanta. Always love going to see my favorite team win whenever I travel. And this was a particularly close game. The Braves were actually down four to three in the eighth inning and then had back-to-back home runs by Nick Markakis to tie and Austin Riley to go ahead 
and ended up being the final score of five to four, which was really exciting, particularly when Austin Riley hit that home run to give the Braves the lead. It went something like 415 feet or something like that. And me and the rest of the Braves fans in the front row are just all high-fiving each other. If you go to Paul Bird's Twitter page, there's actually video that he took of us celebrating the home run, and then he pans over to Austin Riley making his trip around the bases and then being celebrated by his teammates in the dugout. Really cool video. You, Like I said, you can see me in that video. I think I may have even retweeted it that day, so if you wanted to catalog through my old tweets, you can see it there too. But as far as the rest of the game goes, it really isn't that much worth mentioning. I do remember at one point, there was like an incredibly long delay between innings. And the only reason that I had picked up on it was that Mets pitcher Seth Lugo, I think it was, was warming up for a very long time in between innings. And I didn't really notice until I realized that his like warm-up music, which was Angry Again by Megadeth that was featured on the Last Action Hero soundtrack. Again, <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I remember all that. But had just been playing on a loop over and over again, like for maybe like 12 to 15 minutes. And I just kind of said to Paul Bird, like, what's going on? And he turned around and he was letting me know that while we may have noticed in the previous inning that the home plate umpire took a foul ball to the chin, despite the fact that he had finished the inning, after that, they kind of decided that it wasn't best for him to continue to go on. They wanted to take him into concussion protocol. So they were having one of the other umpires change into the equipment that you would need to ump behind home plate, the, the additional protective gear that you would need in order to umpire behind home plate. And that's what the additional delay in the game was, was just one of the other umpires getting ready to come in and take the place of this potentially injured umpire. Again, just another really cool example of information that I was able to get directly from Paul Bird that he wasn't actually sharing with the broadcast. And when I went back home and actually watched the game on TV, which I had recorded on my DVR, there's actually a segment in which they, they mentioned this particular delay, but they weren't exactly sure what the delay was. But in the background, you can totally see Paul Bird and myself having this conversation about why the delay was taking place. So despite the fact that I spent way more than I usually do on a ball game ticket, it actually ended up paying off, not, not just because I was able to have this great experience in these great seats, but I was also getting all of this really great additional information from Paul Bird who I'd actually been given the opportunity to speak with before, and I wouldn't have normally been given that information had I not been sitting where I was sitting and had the opportunity to sit next to him. So when the ball game was over, it was much later than I had anticipated this game ending, considering that you know it was, only, it was supposed to be about a 4.30 start time. It got pushed a little bit because of the duration of the pregame ceremony, and then it got pushed a little bit more due to the rain delay that had taken place. So it was about 10 o'clock at night by the time I actually got out of the stadium and then had to make the three to four hour drive home, which I wasn't expecting to do. I thought this would be a really quick turnaround and I'd be home by midnight, but it actually ended up being about one or two in the morning by the time that I got home. One of the reasons was as I was leaving the stadium, I realized that I had not gotten a shot glass to commemorate this particular trip. So as I'm making my way through Brooklyn, I just stopped at a little souvenir shop and picked myself up a, a Mets shot glass. It just has the classic Mets logo with the skyline and the bridge on it. It's about the size of two shots in one particular glass. But I paid for that and I was in and out of the store in about five minutes and home by about one o'clock in the morning and got my souvenir helmet and my souvenir shot glass to commemorate this particular trip, which was a really great, fun day trip to City Field to see a Braves game. If you listen to this show regularly, and I hope you do, then over the past couple of months, you've heard me mention how much my quality of sleep has improved since I started using Rolling Acres CBD and CBG products before I go to bed. 
I'm sure by now, you've probably heard of CBD, but may still have questions. And if you're like me, you'd never even heard of CBG before I started using it. So if you visit rolling-acre.com, you can learn more about the farm, the benefits of using CBD and CBG like friend of the show Nate Blazer does for his gluten allergy, and shop their selection of 1,000 milligram full-spectrum CBD and CBG tinctures. And when you're ready to try it for yourself, you can use the promo code STRONGWORDS at checkout to receive $10 off your next purchase. They even have two flavors that your dogs, cats, and horses will love. So again, go to rolling-hager.com, use the promo code STRONGWORDS at checkout, and receive $10 off your next order. It's available to ship in all 48 CBD and CBG legal states, so what are you waiting for? Go to rolling-hager.com today, or find them on social media at Rolling Acre. That'll do it for this week's Shot Glass Diary. I'll see you back here next week with my special guest, John Montag. Good night. Strong Words!